Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Social Liability Podcast, the only podcast where two middle-aged men sit around, bitch, and moan about people that violate the social contract that we all agree to live by, and apparently try to laugh through my intro and stifle themselves by biting their tongue. What the heck was that? <laughs> I'm just in my happy place, man. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute, you had a dog right before I hit the record. Where'd the dog go? <laughs> Dog ran away. So that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> okay. So we've scoured the internet, and when I say we, I mean uh mean Buck here has scoured the internet for th- three three luscious stories of those people that are in our lives that just just don't abide by the social contract. And uh they're they're all pretty interesting, but <laughs> let's start out with drum roll, please. A uh, man stabbed with scissors after asking female roommate for, quote, some of that pussy. Man, oh dang. That dude is a freaking just like cuts right to the chase. <laughs> <laughs> now, the funny thing is, uh, for those of you watching on our, our video version, you're going to see the, the, the mug shots on the screen. But my Lord, uh, 43-year-old Shay Walker and 67-year-old Richard Gibson were charged with domestic assault after he asked... Are you going to give me some of that pussy? <laughs> and grabbed her. She then stabbed him with scissors in return. Kudos to both. I mean, I got to say that this is this is a dual gender win. <laughs> I, I am I'm I'm I am uh, an advocate of gender equality. <laughs> and this uh, Woo! On August 23rd, Officer Ashford was called to uh, the, the the address because of a domestic in-progress call. Uh, police first spoke with Shay Walker outside the home, and she told police that she was making herself dinner when her roommate, Richard Gibson, asked, Are you going to give me some of that pussy? Oh my god, I, I can't, it's like the writer just wants to keep writing that over and over again. And the funny thing because is... Because he can. Because he can get away with it. And you know what? Don't even, don't even scoff at the dude because you know right freaking well that if you could get away with it, it would be, it would be, that'd be a wrap. Like, <laughs> you wear it out if you, if you could get away with it in that capacity, that'd be a wrap. <laughs> well, the thing about <laughs> it is, is if you, when you actually look at the article, uh, he... <laughs> He writes it three times at least in the title, and they sense they put an asterisk on the U for pussy. Uh, the first time he says it, he puts an asterisk. This time, however, he does not because <laughs> I guess it's a direct quote. <laughs> when what, are, are there are there any quotation marks? Yes. Are you going to give me some of that pussy? Right. Is in quotes. Uh, Bam. Yeah. When Walker denied, Gibson got angry, grabbed her by the wrist, and twisted her arm. Gibson said to the police that when he told, when she told, okay, when Walker, when he told Walker she needed to move out, she became irrational. Gibson says Walker picked up a pair of scissors and stabbed him in the wrist, <laughs> although he showed no sign of harm from uh, with the officers present. So he says he stabbed her. Uh, but there's no marks. That's that's what I'm getting on that. Uh, however, both were taken into custody. Shea Walker was 
arrested and charged with aggravated assault. Her bond was set at $5,000. Richard Gibson was arrested and charged with domestic assault. Uh, his bond was set at $2,500. What a, what a, what a putz. <sighs> like, seriously, that's, that's all I got to say about this. You know, what, what a, what a freaking putz. But kudos to the chick, though. Whether she stabbed him or not, the news says that, that, she allegedly stabbed this man all over all over but over an arm twisting like that's that's all the escalation that that took and bam she was ready to fucking cut a motherfucker she was ready <laughs> I'll cut and you know bitch. what that that says something you know i'd like to shake her daddy's hand you know somebody you know she didn't she didn't let it get to any any inappropriate touching no nothing you well, you even twist that girl's arm a little bit, she's going to stab you. I'm trying to figure out why a 43-year-old woman has a 67-year-old man as a roommate. That's another odd thing here in this situation. Not that there's not a whole lot of odd going on. And um, and this didn't guy... Didn't you say it yourself, you know, the mug shots are clearly posted. The mug like, shots are, we... are clearly posted. <laughs> Two words for you. Short cells. Ugh. Okay? That's it. Boom. That, we can just... We can end it right on that. Short sells. Bam. I mean, at least the guy gets to the point and uh, doesn't doesn't spend a whole lot of time, you know, trying to beat around the bush. Just, you got to give me some of that pussy or what? <laughs> well, no, seriously. Like, you know, what would you expect? I mean, look at their photographs, man. Somebody obviously pissed in the gene pool. Yeah, for both of them, I think. But... Uh, that that's, that's what I mean. Like, for all we freaking know, they might be second cousins. You know, I've never... I've never had a roommate, but if I did, I don't think it would be of the uh, opposite gender, and uh, I don't think uh, there would be that much of a gay age gap between us. But uh, you've had some roommates before, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any? any uh, you ever get stabbed by them? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, I I had a very uh... Well, <laughs> honestly, man, I, I just got lucky. My I had a very wide algorithm. <laughs> I, I I really got lucky. Like, well, I, I, know, no, I, I remember I remember one of your roommates, and everyone thought you were getting stabbed, just not in the same way. Because if I remember correctly, he had a purple car that was had glitter paint jobs. It was like, like a sparkly purple car, and you both were seen in public every day. Wearing blue jeans and white t-shirts. <laughs> uh, first off, that is absolutely 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah, but see, but don't forget, A, I'm colorblind. So that wardrobe for me was a matter of the fact that I'm, I'm like a menace to, like I'm a social reject to begin with. All right. But if you let me go out and match my own clothing, like who knows like that that that's that's just an abomination that we don't even need to think about yeah, so you, yeah you i wore two blue were, jeans and a white t-shirt but you you had to and notice, i didn't know what you, color you, the freaking car was you had to notice you two were identical even if it was the same shade of gray you were both identical and it was oh well, wasn't, see, and it I wasn't just, just once and it wasn't just once and you both cruising around in that in the freaking pussy wagon <laughs> hey man hey man <laughs> You know what? First off, we were both avid fans of Billy Joel, so it probably didn't help that we're listening to like 
scenes from an Italian restaurant loud on the fucking radio while we're cruising in this sparkly purple car. And, yeah. And, and wasn't it a tra- no. And did, weren't you also living in a trailer park at the time? <laughs> it was a mobile home. It was a mobile home community. <laughs> and, it was a mobile home community, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the mobile. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, and I, I really, truly hope because we both know this individual. I truly hope he listens to this podcast. <laughs> hey, you know what, man? But kudos to him because he married a hot woman. Hmm. Not even gonna lie. Not even gonna candy coat it. You know, I was in the wedding and everything. You know, married a hot chick. He's got, he's got some kids. You know, he's doing pretty damn well for himself, and I'm happy for him because, you know what, he was always a pretty decent, like, I'm not going to say he was a great guy, but he was certainly mildly above average. And that's good enough. (laughs) That's the best compliment you're going to get, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, geez. Personally, he was was top of the tier, you know. Uh, I I see what you did there, tier. Actually, you know what? I, I'm glad you gave me credit for it, but I, you know, I'm just gonna have to say, accidentally awesome is still 100 percent awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah, I, I've never had the situation where I've had a, a quote unquote roommate, uh, with one exception. I had a, uh, I was I was still living at home, uh, so this was back in high school times, and uh, a friend of mine that I went to high school with was saying that he was having uh, issues at home uh with with his parents and and it wasn't a good good environment and i had told him it's like well if you ever need a place to go just to get away come over here this dude shows up at my house at like one in the morning saying i got kicked out (laughs) and then you know what though judging by the caliber of friends that i've known you to have i bet you he had at least two packets of ramen and thought that he was contributing and now entitled to live there no um, he didn't. Uh, he, Good. He, he was he was not bad. I, I, I will say that. We did get into an argument, though, that when, when I had a girl over and uh, things were starting to occur, I didn't have any freaking condoms, but he did. So I went out to his car and got one. He was all kinds of butt hurt that I didn't ask first. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I'm not giving you an opportunity to tell me no. <laughs> Yeah, really? I mean, like, seriously. I, you know, in that instance, you just ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Yeah. Like, you know what? It, <laughs> seriously? Like, he needs to listen to Neil Patrick Harris recite the bro code. Done. Awesome book, by the way. And, and if Neil Patrick Harris would like to sponsor the Social Liability Podcast, I will plug that book every episode. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Plug. Plug. Uh, moving on. We have another story out of the from the Osceola Post in Lincoln, Delaware. A Delaware man with a history of drunken driving arrest has been charged with DUI after authorities said he drove a riding lawnmower while intoxicated. Delaware State Police arrested 60-year-old Ralph Cahal? Cahal, maybe? I don't know. Uh, of Greenwood on Tuesday after receiving reports of a person lying along a grassy roadside near a lawnmower. As as troopers were headed to the scene, authorities received another report that the person had been driving the lawnmower on the road and traveling through yards while acting disorderly. How do you act disorderly on a lawnmower? 
I, I, you know what? I, there are so many things that are coming to my mind that I just can't pick one to think about and say, like intelligently. <laughs> there, there, there are so many ways. Uh, police say troopers found uh, Cahal. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Leaning against his lawnmower and detected a strong odor of alcohol. Cahal was charged with fifth offense DUI, resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, and criminal trespass. Uh, Is his first name Albert? uh, No, it was uh, Ralph. (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. Uh, Because if it was Albert, he would be Albert Cahal Alcohol. Alcohol. Oh, God. No, just... Just, just fuck, but I get that a lot. Uh, he was held at Sussex Correctional Institute with a secure bail set at $7,101. Really? Really, Judge? That is an awfully specific bail amount. I mean, why don't you throw the change up on there, too, Judge? Dang. Uh, it was not immediately clear whether he had an attorney who could comment on the charges. Probably not. <laughs> Fifth DUI. Like, where do you... where? And you know what? I mean, like, you know, I guess God's not the only one that closes the door and opens the window because Delaware might have taken away his driving car privileges, but he still managed to get busted for DUI on a lawnmower. Like, uh, that dude that dude nailed it. Every time I, see, I, when I drive to work, come back home, or even drive around during work, and I see some grown-ass man on a bicycle, I, I literally say out, loud, say out loud, how's that DUI treating you? <laughs> but I, I remember... This was a couple years ago now. My wife decided we had to go rent a cabin. We had to rent a cabin. We had to take the boys. We had to go on this trip. Um, and it was up in the like the middle of Pennsylvania type areas. And uh, we got up there and it rained all damn week. So we spent that whole damn week in a cabin. We actually left a couple days early. We just left. It's a fuck this. Um but we were, we had all this intention of cooking out on the grill, um, you know, doing the, the camp type stuff, the cabin type fare that you would expect. But we couldn't do that. And all we had was a microwave and uh, that wasn't that dog wasn't going to hunt. So we, we decided to go to the next town over and go to the one restaurant they had, which was a cinder block building uh, full of dirt track racing memorabilia from the owner. And it was a pizzeria, kind of, with, like, NASCAR tires on the walls. (laughs) (laughs) But when we get there, are you you dying? I just, I got, like, a, I want to say a frog, but it's more like a, like a lamb. (laughs) I feel like I swallowed a sheep. I'm sorry, dude. (laughs) Well... So we pull up, and there's one car parked in front of the place, and two lawnmowers. These lawnmowers, I shit you not, had the orange triangles on the back, but they also had, you know when people take um, dirt bikes, motorcycles, and they get the road legal conversion kits for them to put the headlights on them and shit? (laughs) I grew up in Berkeley Springs, West Virginia. Of course I know what those look like. Well, they had those installed on both lawnmowers. And That's we, what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this thing, they had turn signals and everything on these lawnmowers. We go inside, and it's this older woman and her, I'm going to say special son, maybe. Couldn't tell entirely. 
uh, and what they did was they showed up with a Ziploc bag full of quarters and there was a, a gumball machine there and they would just kept getting gumballs. Well, every so often they'd, they'd, Oh, we got one. And then they'd run up to the counter and what they were doing was this gumball machine had some of the gumballs had like stamps on them saying good for like one free sub or, you know, one order of mozzarella sticks. <laughs> so they showed up with this bag of quarters and they're empty in the machine and getting all these like all the freebies and then eventually they get everything together uh and and they they like push the gumballs across to the counter to the girl at the register who has clearly seen this happen before uh they get their order in then the old woman walks over to the like quarter payphone when's the last time you saw one of those gets on the payphone makes a phone call they go over and sit down and they try to give my son's gumballs. And I'm like, nah, we're good. Thanks. Um, and, and next thing you know, all these freaking redneck pickup trucks and shit start showing up. So essentially they send grandma and, and you know, little cousin Billy or whatever down to the, the pizzeria to, to empty the gumball machine to get their order in. And then the whole clan shows up for dinner. <laughs> This is like, ding, 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 ding. He doesn't get much more hillbilly than this, except when um, we we got done, we had to get gas, so we got in the car and and left and went up to, to the gas station, and as we're sitting at the gas station, we realize that in one of these like purely Pennsylvania things, I'm not sure if there these exist in other places. Have you ever seen a drive-through beer store? That, only in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I don't think I've seen them anywhere else. Where there's literally a building, uh, and it'll have a garage door on both sides. You drive in, you tell them what you want, you pop the trunk, and they fill it up. Uh, as we're sitting there getting gas, I see the lawnmowers come up the street, and I'm like, I'm just gonna wait because this is this is priceless. And I watch them drive in. <laughs> they weren't in there long, and they both come driving out. Both of them driving their lawnmowers. This old woman and this special guy <laughs> both of them with a case of beer on the hood of the lawnmower holding it as they're driving down the road that's classy man that's classy uh i mean can, can you can you top that with anything from berkeley springs west virginia where you grew up because this sounds like a west virginia story but no it's 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 a pencil tucky story i mean probably not I mean, not not in like my immediate recall. No, I got I got nothing better than that. No. You know, you ever heard of Elk Garden? Only only from your father-in-law. Well, it just so happens I was in Elk Garden because of my father-in-law's family, and I walked into a restaurant and it went dead silent. Dead silent. Not a freaking peep. A mouse could have farted in that room, and everyone would have heard it. And everyone stops and looks. And that's creepy enough in and of itself, right? And then you realize it's the same set of eyes looking at you from every table. Every goddamn person in that room, man, woman, and child, all had the same facial structure, same body build, same hair, everything. That it's was almost a, like the Twilight Zone, man. 
It really is. I legit took a step back because it was like, this is, I'm going to get eaten. They're going to make me squeal like a pig and then they're going to eat me. The hills have eyes here too. <laughs> so I, I've spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania and West Virginia and I, I, I'm, I've seen the DUIs on the lawnmowers. I've seen it. I've seen them multiple times where someone has driven their lawnmower because they've got their driver's license revoked and they don't seem to realize you can still get a DUI on a lawnmower. You can still get a DUI on a bicycle. You, you, get a DUI? I don't know if you can get a DUI in a wheelchair or not. Be interesting to find out. Maybe it was motorized. Probably depending on the size of the motor. <laughs> I don't know, man. I get 17 miles to every charge on this hog. That's actually quite impressive. It really is, man. Nothing beats a quickie. Because it's a quickie wheelchair. That's yeah. the brand name. Yeah. That's... Hey, don't roll your don't don't roll your eyes at me, man. I'll roll my I, eyes I'm not <laughs> No, you really can't. I just did. No, you really can't. No, you didn't. All you did was look up and around. You didn't roll your eyes at me. You wouldn't do that. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we've we've actually dealt with people in the prison system who've had DUIs on bicycles. Yeah, and you know what? They've been some of the easiest going inmates in classification and in work release that I've ever worked with. Yeah, because and, one of the first things they ask you is, is just like I have a movie. What are you in for? They don't want to say. <laughs> I never asked. I never. I would actually tell people not to tell me. Yeah, I'd say, same way. I, 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 I just, don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know why you're here. I don't care why you're here. Yeah, that I, makes I actually, no difference to me. Somebody, everybody else who made this decision of you being here is not here now, and I'm certainly not going to to deal with that bullshit too I, i'm I'll actually just... the same way dude i wouldn't actually go out of my way to not learn their charges and it, it wasn't always something that was feasible because a lot of times you it was in the newspaper or uh the, 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 the other guys on the block knew about it and they were talkative <laughs> uh but oh I... well you, we we you know what you you had to know who all the pedophiles were you know you had to because not not because you were nosy or because you kind of had to make sure that you had to make sure they, didn't get, sure they didn't get dead while you were on shift yep you had to know like you gotta you gotta make sure that that guy makes it makes it at least eight hours yeah like after that because if, know, if he don't yeah if he don't make it that eight hours you are gonna have so much freaking paperwork to do Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, so so DUI on a lawnmower, it, it happens. It's actually not that uncommon. Um, but uh, moving on to our third story, it is our was coming our obligatory story out of Florida. So yes. let's, let's let's play the theme song real quick. <laughs> Florida man, Florida man, does whatever the fuck he can, makes headlines every time. Florida's paradigm. Look out. Here comes Florida Man. Well, the song is Florida Man, but it's not actually a Florida man this time. It is a Florida woman. A woman who threatened a man over his sausage. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We have a certain standard of 
like debauchery that we expect from Florida, and this woman has exceeded the bar. Proceed, Mr. Raz. So at the Cala Post, uh, in Ochalawaha? Is that, that, I think that's right. Ochalawaha? Ochalawaha, Florida. A Ochalawaha woman remains behind bars after she was arrested and charged with aggravated battery. A deputy responded to Tall Pines Mobile Home Park, so now we're nowhere in the ballpark, uh, following reports of a disturbance. When the deputy arrived, the victim stated that he was standing at the stove cooking sausage, and he asked the defendant, identified as Yvonne L. Wilkerson, 30, who was on the couch, if she wanted any since he was already cooking. The victim said that Wilkerson did not answer, so he cooked it anyway. According to the arrest affidavit, the victim was cooking Wilkerson's sausage. She walked up behind him and pressed a knife to his genitals. The victim stated that he had to reposition himself due to the pressure that she had applied with the knife. Uh, Wilkerson then stated, I'm going to put this up your ass. So first she's going to cut his nuts off and then she's going to shove a knife up his ass. I mean... Florida. Florida, indeed. (laughs) The victim said he had to beg her to stop due to the amount of pressure she was applying to his groin area. According to reports, as Wilkerson lowered the knife, she pointed her finger in the victim's face and stated, You sorry son of a bitch. (laughs) She then returned to the couch. (laughs) The victim then grabbed his sausage, walked outside, and called 911. Okay. <laughs> One word, man. Priorities. That's that's all I got to say about this man. This dude's got all of them in a row. At the end of the fucking day, he still made it out of that situation with his sausage. Oh, congratulations! Good job, sir. Hats off to you. Wilkerson was in possession of the knife, but denied any wrongdoing. She was apparently aggravated because the victim bothered her while she was on the couch. Uh, It is important to note that Wilkerson did not get to eat her sausage. Bothering the Florida woman is apparently a capital offense. Well, at least one... Duly noted. We want to be sending you to the eunuch squad. So... (laughs) I'm gonna. I'm cooking up dinner, lunch, breakfast, whatever. It doesn't matter. Hey, you want any? Oh, you're gonna cut my balls off, and then you're gonna shove a knife in my ass. <laughs> Why? Because you bothered me while I was on the couch. By making you fucking food. Like let's let's just back up a little bit here. The guy didn't like cook her sausage to eat it. He asked. He asked, hey, cooking some stuffs? You want some stuffs? You want some stuffs? I got some stuffs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm making stuffs for me. <laughs> it would be nothing for me to include some some stuffs for you. Gets no answer and includes the stuffs anyhow. Like, this this is apparently, like, this, this woman's, like, her, her reciprocity for this man's altruism here is by affixing a sharp, stabby object to his genital area and then calling him a sorry piece of shit. 
What, see, I'm, about, I'm like, trying, where, where is the nuisance? I'm trying to figure out, okay, from her perspective, I do not want to be bothered when I'm on the couch. If I was on the chair, bother me all you want. But I was on the couch, motherfucker. Okay? This is the couch. You don't disturb the couch. And that constitutes me cutting your genitals off and perhaps inserting a knife into your rectum. And then deciding not to and simply going back to the couch. And that's pretty fucked up. But In also, like so many ways. But we also have a guy who then continues to make the sausage, plates said sausage, goes outside and says, I think I'm going to call the cops now. But again, kudos to dude, man. He he left that situation. He had a goal. He started this whole shit show with one thing in mind, was to get himself some fucking sausage. You know... Every year when I was still up north, and I didn't get to do it this year, and I'm really, really disappointed by it, um, there was a, a certain fraternity that I'm a member of that had an event in Maryland, uh, and you had to be there at like 5 in the freaking morning. And they had this tent where Kunstler Sausage, once a year, we had a special recipe they made for us. And so you went down there, and there was other things going on, but that was like the main event. The main event was all the men getting together in the sausage tent. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> and the, the sausage was really good. I mean, it was really good. <laughs> so much so that at the end of the day, whatever sausage wasn't cooked, people were buying it by the case to take home. Because they only made it one time a year. There was this one truckload that was made a year. That's it. And, uh, you know, I, we went to this. Everyone would charge in there, to the sausage tent! And we'd all go in and we'd get our sausage. And it was really damn good. And it was really good. I usually went on my motorcycle, so I never got to like buy a case of the sausage to take home. Uh, I did take one home one time, wrapped up in aluminum foil, just so my my wife could enjoy the sausage. Uh, but I think if if anybody in that tent decided to take a knife and stick it on my dick or near my ass, abandon sausage, man. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> You know, I would think the same way, but not this brave soul in Florida, dude. No link left behind. Oh my lord, <laughs> this this is just insanity, and uh, and it, it's in a trailer park in Florida, so I, I guess I can't be surprised by it. Excuse me, mobile home. It's a trailer park. The, excuse me, that's not what the article said. There was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it did actually. Hang on a second. No, no, no. It said mobile home. <laughs> it, it did say mobile home park, but what's in a mobile home park? Mobile homes. Trailers. Yeah, okay. Trailers are in a trailer park. It was a trailer, dude. I'm picturing single wide. Okay, if it was single wide, I'm going to go ahead and, and just back up. I'll fall back. <laughs> I'm pic- I will. I can't say it is a single wide. I could Google Maps it, I guess, but I- I'm pretty No, I don't, be- I don't believe I don't believe that... that- you know, I, I think I think the amount of attention that this story has received just on our podcast alone is enough. And that devoting something like, you know, our resources for being idiots elsewhere into looking up whether this is a single or a double wide unit on Google Maps would just be frivolous. 
So was your trailer when you lived with the sparkly car guy a single wide or a double wide? That was a modular home. Was, no, it wasn't. Was it a single wide or a double wide modular that a, home? That was a double wide. One of the first places, actually. I, I think, you know I what, think, I think it was the first place I ever rented I, was a single wide. <laughs> it wasn't in a park, though. It was just not a piece of land. I'll tell you what, man. I moved out of a 10,000-square-foot, 16-bedroom, 7-bathroom house to go move in to that double-wide. That was my parents' house, man. Like, I moved out of my parents' house to move in. Was it was it one point. house, or was it, like, the hippie convent that they lived in? They never lived in a hippie convent. I just picture your mom living in a hippie convent. No, 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 no. You know, if if people ever saw like a picture of my mom and thought that it was a hippie convent, I promise you, those are all her kids. <laughs> like, those are all my brothers and sisters. At some point, though, your 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 like family friends, a guy will start beating your dad away with a broom, saying, "Leave her alone! Leave her alone!" <laughs> no, no. Uh, 1993, my uh, or 92, my mom got her tubes tied after the tenth one. Tenth. Yeah. If it wasn't your mom, there's so many jokes I could make, and I'm not going to do it. I really appreciate that, man, because you know what? It would be really, really, really bad taste for me to let you, like, do that. And I just don't think I could withhold the urge to laugh. <laughs> so any 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 effort that I would make to be like, no, don't stop, it would be like Willy Wonka style. It'd be like, no. <laughs> no, don't stop. <laughs> Right, it's like turning your head at a car wreck. It doesn't make it hurt any less, so you might as well just let it the fuck happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what's the, uh, the, the, the we, we, we don't know if these two were married, dating, or whatever. We just know they were in the same trailer. And it was domestic violence, so we know that they both lived together. Uh, what is the most, like, just stupid fight you've ever had with someone you lived with, other than family? Surely you can remember something. Come on. I was uh, I was I was going to my buddy's bachelor party, and my ex-wife told me I had to be home at five a.m. And uh, stop, stop. This was my bachelor. I showed this, up. this was my bachelor party. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I showed up. Not only did I like. <laughs> I met all the qualifications that Kaiser Von ex-wife set for me and including getting the damn gallon of milk on the way home. She, <laughs> she wanted to yell at me so bad. But I made it home at like 4.57 a.m. I walked through the door <laughs> I was holding that milk like the golden fucking fleece, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and she bitched at me for that, and I was just like, "Nope." <laughs> like I, I completely refused her reality and substituted my own. I was like. I got the milk, and it's before 5 a.m. No. You know, that 
there's there's all these stories about epic uh, bachelor parties, and I, I don't think mine was epic, but it was certainly a lot of fun. Um, and I can I can honestly say that I have been to a strip club and not had to pay for anything because the stripper refused our money. <laughs> This is true. This is very true. And I can also say that I almost got into a fist fight with Todd Heap of the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> that was an enjoyable evening. Maybe we should just do a whole episode on that bachelor party because there was a lot of violations of the social contract in that party. Yeah, you know, the only reason why I wouldn't want to do like a podcast on it though is because like I'm some sure of those that... violations were like done by us. Yeah, we're not we're not immune. <laughs> oh no 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 no! A matter of fact, I think that's what we're gonna do. We're it's not gonna be the next episode, but in the future, I think we are gonna do the Raz Bachelor Party episode. <laughs> Razapalooza. Razapalooza. There you go. Uh, now I, I I think I've told my wife everything that happened. <laughs> I think I've told her everything. I'm sure your I'm sure your ex has no idea. And uh there's one individual that happened to be there who is now married, uh, whose wife would absolutely probably try to hunt me down with a spear if she heard what happened. You remember. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was great. All I'm gonna say I remember I remember when our one friend punked him at the one strip club and came up behind him and acted like he was groping him from behind. <laughs> and he about jumped up out of his oh my gosh. Yeah. His so skin, so his we're gonna skin ran right by him. We're gonna save it. We're gonna talk about that in a later episode. Uh but that <laughs> I think that pretty much wraps us up for this week and uh for episode thirteen of the social liability podcast. Uh you can check us out on just about every podcasting platform out there anchor spotify apple podcast overcast breaker pocket cast google podcast Castbox, uh radio public and you can watch and listen on youtube Woo! but the biggest thing we do is we ask that you share it with a friend tell a friend how just informative and just stupid this podcast really is and uh, help us get the yeah. word out there yeah, there's there's enough bad shit in the world happening now. Let's let's focus on some of the uh, the more hilarious shit. And you get it for like, the low low price of zero, my friends. <laughs> yeah, all you got to do is pay his attention. That's, that's it. The, that's the greatest greatest currency of them all. With that being said, I will tell you that we'll be back each and every week. So have yourself a week. 